0: What's going on, guys? My name is Nate. This is Nate and Friends. And again, I'm going to be doing a, a little mini-series on the coronavirus or COVID-19. Now, I know I've talked about the coronavirus in previous podcasts, and I think everybody knows my stance on the coronavirus and how I feel about the coronavirus. Um, you know, what? just my ideas of the coronavirus and what I think we should be doing about the coronavirus. I know it's just talk everywhere. Everybody's talking about the coronavirus. Everything is about the coronavirus. Um, Nothing is about anything else. Everything is just about the coronavirus. So I'm going to play a video for you. It's about 17, 18 minutes long. And this is a, so far right now, it's a four-part series series uh, this is going to be part one today. And then every two to three days, you guys uh, will see me drop another part. I did not create the video content I'm showing you someone else created it. I am just playing the video for you. And then we can discuss what we think about the video itself. So or about the Corona virus. So I'm going to play this for you guys and get it ready. Make sure we're good here. All right so let's go ahead we're gonna jump over here and this is what we have bam coronavirus covid19 part one coronavirus outbreak all right i'll catch you guys after the video the coronavirus
1: covid19 formerly known as 2019 novel coronavirus is lashing out it's shutting down entire countries Schools and universities are closed, as are restaurants, community centres, theatres, gyms and other public places. The fear of being infected is enormous. People are staying indoors. A large part of the world is on lockdown. What exactly is going on? How many people have died so far? Hundreds of thousands, as in the days of cholera? Millions perhaps, as in the times of the Spanish flu? Worldwide, 15,000. That was the corona death toll on March 23, 2020. 15,000 people. That's not much for a pandemic. The virus has been active for almost four months. In 2018, Between 60 and 80,000 people died of the flu in the U.S. alone, in one winter. So why on earth is everybody talking about a pandemic? During my research, I discovered 10 different storylines. It's actually quite a complex case, but also quite suspenseful. I'll try to explain things clearly. First of all, COVID-19 does indeed exist. It is not a hoax, as some people believe. It's a flu virus that falls in the category of SARS, Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, which means it affects the lungs. COVID-19 makes you cough. It may also cause a runny nose and fever. This coronavirus causes the flu, an ordinary flu As confirmed by more and more doctors worldwide, the chance that you will die from it is very small. Mostly old, sick and weakened people run the risk of dying from it. So why all the panic? That's because of Storyline 2. The coronavirus started in Wuhan, a Chinese city with 11 million inhabitants. Patient Zero, the first registered patient, caught the virus at an animal market according to the official reports and that's how the story emerged that the virus had jumped from bat to man via a bowl of delicious yet infected bat soup. Now whether or not this is a realistic explanation is yet to be seen but at any rate the epidemic started in Wuhan. The first images that reached us were quite innocent People were simply wearing mouth caps. Life went on. People had lung problems anyway due to the heavily polluted air in Wuhan. But suddenly we started getting these images. That estranged me. When you have the flu with a fever, you stay at home. In bed or on the couch. But these people had gone out and they just dropped dead? Hmm. Anyway, the Chinese Communist government showed the world to take well care of its people. In 10 days time, they built a brand new hospital with 1000 beds. A pretty impressive job. Now before we continue with this hospital and this storyline, let's quickly jump to storyline number 3. In April 2018, Wuhan was appointed by the government to become a state-of-the-art 5G city. With the usual Chinese diligence, 3,000 macro stations and 27,000 stations were placed. 5G was going to contribute to a super-fast wireless communication. 2019 was the year of the 5G experiments, and in 2020, everything had to be up and running. In my own country, the Netherlands, Secretary of State for Economic Affairs and Climate Mona Keizer lectured us about 5G's infinite possibilities.
0: Bijvoorbeeld op het gebied
1: van landbouwprecisie, om heel precies te weten op afstand. Uh, wat er nodig is, uh, bijvoorbeeld aan uh, water, of uh, te veel of te weinig, of bijvoorbeeld gebruik van pesticiden, drones uh, die uh, gaan, uh, gebruik gaan maken van die technologie, crowd control. We zijn met steeds meer uh, mensen, dus het is ook van belang dat je bij grote evenementen uh, op een snelle, adequate manier uh, kunt reageren op uh, incidenten. From controlling the agricultural quota to crowd control, where insubordinates can be corrected immediately through facial recognition think drones with cameras, 5G is the future, according to this enthused politician. Well, there are hundreds of thousands of people who are not that happy with 5G. Fact of the matter is, 5G was never properly tested on humans and animals. And the few experiments with these specific frequencies made cows go hysterical, made birds drop dead from the sky and made people fall ill with flu-like symptoms. Hmm, that's an interesting set of circumstances. Wuhan, Corona flu and 5G flu symptoms. Now, of course, this can all be a coincidence, but the sceptic in me became activated upon hearing this. Could it be that the coronavirus is used to wave off 5G complaints? No, madam, there's no way 5G can cause these symptoms. 5G is completely safe. You're simply infected with a coronavirus. No annoying citizens. No lawsuits or damage claims. Right, let's go back to the previous storyline. What exactly did happen in Wuhan? On January 30, the American Republican Thomas Cotton expressed his concern about the situation in China. The entire border with Russia is closed. Air traffic has been minimized. 16 million people have been quarantined. Schools are closed. Hong Kong has been cut off from the mainland. And he said, this coronavirus is a catastrophe on the scale of Chernobyl for China. Wow, that's huge! The Chinese whistleblower Miles Guo, who fled from China and now lives in the US, told an even more devastating tale. 250 million people are quarantined. One and a half million people have been infected. 50,000 people have died. 1,200 people are cremated per day. All media are censored. All major cities are on lockdown. The entire industry is down. The US and the CIA are blamed, and the virus was man-made. He went on to talk about the new hospital and said, every window has metal bars. This is not an ordinary hospital. It's more like a prison. The doors are locked from the outside. The patients simply cannot leave. When I first heard him speak, I didn't realize that he was not talking about the coronavirus. Something entirely different was going on here. What exactly didn't occur to me until I read this report from the American Department of Justice. On January 28, the DOJ announced that Dr. Charles Lieber, the chair of Harvard's chemistry and chemical biology department, was arrested for giving fraudulent statements to the FBI In 2011, Lieber became a strategic scientist at the Wuhan University of Technology in China. He received one and a half million dollars to set up a research lab in Wuhan, plus living expenses of $150,000, plus a monthly fee of $50,000 to attract, recruit, and cultivate high-level scientific talent for China's scientific development economic prosperity and national security. Dr. Lieber had concealed all of the above and when the FBI confronted him he denied everything and so on January 28 he was arrested and brought before the judge. What struck me most upon investigating this case was the Lieber Research Group that focuses on the research and development of nanoscale materials Nanoelectronics and brain research. We're focusing on a novel approach for integrating electronics within the brain and other areas of the nervous system, the company states, thus trying to influence the cognitive functions and the behavior of people. Cognitive functions are all processes involved in the taking in and processing of information. Think, for instance, intelligence, memory, focus, concentration, speed of thinking, planning ability, social cognition, language skills, and problem-solving capabilities. And that is influenced by injecting nanoscale materials into our brains? Hmm, why does that make me think of 5G's crowd control? Then I read the statements of a man who claims to be a high-ranking military in the Chinese army. He described the horrific things he had witnessed in Wuhan's new prison-like hospital. He was deeply shocked and had decided to tell the world what he'd seen, just before the social media were taken over and shut down by the Chinese government. He wrote about the existence of a horrid bioweapon in Wuhan and other parts of China killing millions of people. He made it very clear that he was not talking about the coronavirus. He was talking about a bioweapon. It was developed to suppress the Hong Kong protesters, who had been roaming the streets since March 2019. The Hong Kong protests were peaceful. Millions of people were singing songs of peace. And they pleaded with the American president, Donald Trump, to support them in their efforts to gain more freedom. That was a thorn in the flesh of the Chinese government. It struck hard. Protesters were arrested and taken away in train wagons, not ever to return. Desperate families sent videos via Twitter and Facebook, begging other countries to intervene. The protests continued. The Chinese government ordered for the development of a bioweapon that would trigger a rapid development of Parkinson's disease among the Hong Kong protesters. Their cognitive functions would have to be diminished so they would no longer be a threat to the government. A rapid senile decay was its goal. However, this bioweapon turned out to do a lot more than that. The first experiments did show perfect senility conform the plan, but it subsequently caused horrific psychoses anxiety attacks that never stopped and then organs started to dissolve which resulted in a gruesome death after three horrible weeks. The kind of death you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. The Chinese government decided not to use the bioweapon It was too destructive. Where was this weapon developed? At the Wuhan National Biosecurity Laboratory, a level 4 lab where the most dangerous killer viruses are researched and developed. You can probably guess what's coming next. The bioweapon was released by accident. During a covert exchange at the Wuhan animal market by a corrupt lab employee who tried to sell the bioweapon for a massive amount of money to the American Secret Service, the CIA, shots were fired and the killer bioweapon was released. Wuhan's inhabitants didn't stand a chance. They were doomed. In a desperate damage control attempt, the Chinese government shot down the entire country. According to our high-level whistleblower the hospital was hell on earth with three departments The first for those in senile decay the second for those in psychosis and a third for those who had died and were thrown into enormous furnaces to be instantly cremated Hoping the bioweapon would disappear in the flames Is this horrid account true? Time will tell. For now, I deem it possible, bearing in mind the activities and Chinese connections of Dr. Charles Lieber. Right now, Wuhan is a ghost town with empty streets. People are locked up in their homes, their doors soldered shut. Another thing that seems to confirm the millions of casualties is the map. Showing extremely high SO2 emissions above Wuhan at the time of the catastrophe. SO2 is released upon the burning of organic material. Bodies? Was whistleblower Miles Guo right with his story about the crematoria that couldn't handle the amount of corpses? However gruesome, if true at all, Please do realize that this has nothing to do with the coronavirus, our flu, our mild flu. For weeks the World Health Organization and the United Nations told us there was no direct danger. You were only at risk when you were already old and sick. How on earth could this turn into a pandemic? This is shown in Storyline 4.
0: Well, there you have it. Uh, interesting video. I don't know about the bio weapon. I don't know what to think about that. But I try to have an open mind when I watch these little series, and and I and I think about them, and and so I try to have an open mind. And um, I don't know. I mean, look, we all know that the the Chinese government are a bunch of shits, right? We all know they're a bunch of fucks. So. We know that they lied a hundred percent they lied. I mean, we know that. you know there's no way that they had what what they say they had a like uh it was like four thousand people who died or something. We know that's not true. There's like a billion people it's It's densely populated. you know it's the same with the us so the u s numbers are skewed as of this point in time. So this video is being released on April 14th of 2020. And of course, the numbers are skewed here in the US. Um, I think we're at like uh, 100 we're, we're at a few hundred thousand, 500,000 or something, 600,000 people. I think we have like 30 million or 35 million people infected from the, the coronavirus or, or COVID-19. And uh, whether or not the deaths are higher or lower, I just think our numbers are very skewed. Um, but uh, I don't know about a bioweapon. you know, are the images that they're showing from something else? that they used in Wuhan. We all know that the protests were going on, and we all know that they're a communistic country, so they don't give a shit about their citizens. They care about the way they look and their their regime. So, I don't know. I don't... I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting video, to say the least. It's a very interesting video because I don't know. It makes you open your mind a little. You know, we, we follow our government, and we, we're supposed to trust our government. But in the United States, where I live, um, our government shut everything down. Now, I understand people are dying and bad things are happening. But was it worth ruining the country? Uh, I don't know. And you have to understand our freedoms... Got taken away with a snap of a fingers, snap of a fingers, and our freedom is gone. Now I get it. You can go ride your bike. You can still go drive your your car and go to the grocery store. But in reality, your freedom is taken away. You can't go to the movies. You can't go out to eat. You 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 don't get to do certain things. You get and in California, there's a curfew, and if you're out out in groups or whatever the case, we get a thousand dollar fine. I mean, our freedoms are taken away. So I don't know what. I don't know about 5G. I don't know about all this stuff. You know, I'm not a scientist and I'm not a doctor. I like to watch the videos and then I like to do my own research and I like to come up with my own conclusion to what I've seen. But I'm playing this for you guys so you guys can have an open mind. Maybe you guys will go out and do your own research and come back and go, you know what? The video is bullshit. Or, well, the video could be true. Or the video maybe does have some truth to it. Maybe some of it isn't a uh, uh, truth. Maybe some of it is. Again, this is probably mostly speculation and and to find your own conclusion, doing your own research. So I hope you guys enjoyed that video and I will have part two, part three, and part four uh, put up for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed that video. I hope uh, I appreciate all the people who, who subscribed and ring the bell and and uh, watch my videos. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much, and I will see you guys in the next video. Thank you guys so much for watching Nate and Friends. I really appreciate it. If you haven't already, please subscribe, ring the bell, follow me on all my social medias, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all of that good jazz. I really appreciate you all. Thank you so much, and I will see you guys on the next one.